At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Real quick before we start the show, just wanted to let you guys know you can get the show two days early by joining our Patreon. Even for a buck, you can listen to the show two days early. Go to patreon.com slash analog talk and we got a bunch of stuff over there. Check it out and uh, yeah, enjoy the episode. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Analog Talk, a film photography podcast. I'm your host, Tim. I'm Chris. And on today's show, we have Elise Gafkin. Hey, Elise. Hi, Elise. Hi. Hey. Thanks for having me. Yes, thank you for joining us. I was telling Timothy I'm like obsessed with she your was. work. She I, was. Yeah, I'm like fangirling here. So, but can <laughs> calm you down. Um, calm down? Calm down. I know. Can you, for our <laughs> listeners who may not know who you are, introduce yourself and kind of give us a background on how you got into photography? Yeah. Well, my name's Elise. I am from Ohio, and let's see. I'll go way back to yeah. Take it my there. childhood. <laughs> you know, I grew up in a very musical family. My mom was a pianist and a choir teacher and all four of us kids, I'm the youngest of four. We sang at church every Sunday, like almost. We would harmonize together. Mm -hmm. My mom would make us perform all the time. Um, And from age 10, I started doing show choirs and musicals and started playing drums at school. Yeah. Um, (laughs) And all of my siblings are very artistic, very musical. My brother was a really great drawer and illustrator. My One of my sisters also. So, you know, music was a huge part of my childhood. And when I was about 11 or 12, my oldest sister Mia she built this dark room in our basement in the bathroom and uh (laughs) you know she started taking photos with her 35 millimeter camera of her friends and she started processing and developing these prints and hanging them up in the basement and I just thought it was the coolest thing ever yeah but I needless to say I didn't really pick up a camera at that time I just kind (laughs) of watched you know I was just Mm. watching her and um very much into the music world still in my you know, that age. And then let's see, she had a friend that went to Columbus College of Art and Design. And I thought that was really cool. He came back to our school and talked in our art class about CCAD and what what he did there. He was an illustrator. So I got kind of interested in CCAD. My other sister went to school for music. So I was like, well, she's doing that. So then I'm going to go to school for art. Uh (laughs) So I went to CCAD, not knowing what I wanted to do at all. I told my mom I would do advertising and graphic design just to get her approval to let me go to art school. Yeah, yeah. And the whole first freshman year at school is just all foundational studies. So we did, you know drawing, painting, sculpture, woodworking, and it was a great foundational base. And so that year I kind of, you know, dipped my toe in everything, not photography. There were no photography classes freshman year. And I ended up declaring my major as interior design and switching it a week later to photography because all of the interior (laughs) students were like, you're going to be on CAD and it's going to suck and you're going to be on the computer all the time. Uh You know, and I was like, well, I don't want to be on the computer, but now I'm on the computer. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) 
So anyway, I switched it to photography and I'm so happy I did. You know, I didn't really know anything about photography except for just watching my sister when I was a kid. Yeah. yeah. So from there, I started taking photos and I got my first cameras, you know, 35 millimeter. And we had a dark room at school and that's how I learned. I learned how to light in the studio on a four by five camera. Yeah. Wow, awesome. You know, wait for the your two frames to come back a week later right before <laughs> class and just cross your fingers that yeah. one of them is okay. <laughs> <laughs> so let's see, and that would have been sophomore, junior, that would have been sophomore year of uh CCAD. And then um, I really, I really loved documenting and documentarians and yeah. they really inspired me the most. Um, you know, that's like what my sister was doing too. So that's initially why I got into photography was to be a documentary photographer. And, you know, Dorothea Lang, Mary Ellen Mark, they were yeah. all huge inspirations yeah. Yeah. for me. Mm. And then I got to study abroad when I was a junior in Italy I worked wow. at an Italian restaurant while I was at CCAD to help me put me through school. <laughs> and Giuseppe, the owner and chef, is from Italy and his uh, cousin lives in Florence. And his cousin's son was around my age and I got to know him when he would come in the summer times and work at the restaurant. And he was like, if you want to live with my family at any time, like... You're more than welcome to. And so I, I love like, Italian yeah. people. It's yeah, so yeah, good. Yeah. Me too. <laughs> That's exactly so how it is. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, we had a study abroad program at CCAD at Studio Art Center International in Florence. RIP. They just closed, I think, oh, last no. year. They closed mm. their doors for good. I think COVID just kind of did it, you know. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so I went there and I lived there for six months and I studied high Renaissance art and I documented the family that I lived with. Oh, Whoa. man. Yeah. Wow. It was, <laughs> so that cool. was like, I was just, when I came back, I was like, this is it. This is what I want to yeah. do. Um, I used a medium format camera with them. I'm a Mia, like six, four, five, I think. Yep. And I just documented them at home and I would record our conversations at the dinner table. No way. And then... That was my show when I got back to school was like, I cre recreated the dinner table and I had, you know, each of their place settings and you could hear all of us talking and all of their photos like in their place settings. So you wow. could sit and like that go through. So, yeah. That is so, so cool. That, that was, I mean, living in Italy was a life changing experience for me, for sure. And just seeing like Michelangelo and Caravaggio yeah. firsthand all over Italy, it was just amazing. Yeah. Um, so I got back and then I kind of decided, you know, I think I want to be a music portrait photographer. <laughs> kind of like I kind of just like changed gears come my senior year, basically, because I was trying to get a little bit more real with myself and like yeah. how I'm going to make money yeah. doing this yeah, mm -hmm. um, and how I'm going to pay off these school loans. So I just kind of decided, no, I'm going to I'm going to be a music portrait photographer first and see what happens. And uh, I knew someone at CCD that interned at or that worked at Rolling Stone magazine. So actually back up a little bit. Uh, I graduated CCAD and got a job as an assistant art director for Express, oh, okay. the yeah. clothing company. Oh, yeah, yeah. It was a great paying gig. You know, I was working on photo shoot sets uh -huh. and I only did it for a few months. And I was just like, this is just not me. I mean, I love fashion, but yeah, yeah. I was just like, I was an assistant art director and not many people would listen to me. And I was just like, this is not really going anywhere for me. Right. So I got this internship at Rolling Dude, Stone magazine so cool. yeah. and moved to <laughs> New York. So moved to New York, started doing the internship, just learning the ins and outs of the magazine world and what they're looking for in imagery. And I freelanced at this company called Guilt Group. I was assisting photographers in digital teching. And all the while, I also 
was running my own wedding <laughs> photography business ah. <laughs> <laughs> to help pay for those school loans. Yeah. Um, you know, luckily when I first bought my real DSLR in college, I ran into a wedding photographer in the store and she was like, you're buying that camera? And I'm like, yep. And thanks to Giuseppe's, you know, the restaurant yeah. gig. Giuseppe's. And she was like, do you want a second shoot with me? And I was like, sure. What? So I learned the ins and outs of the wedding photography business through her. Wow. And started my own business, yeah. you know. Wow. Yeah. And it was really just a word of mouth business. It was friends of friends. So it was really awesome. I didn't have any like bridezilla situations. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was doing that all throughout the time I lived in New York too. And I only lived in New York for a year. I'm a country girl. I grew up around cornfields and bean fields. <laughs> right, right. So I needed the grass again. Uh, and I had a few music friends that lived in Nashville. So I kind of just drove down there on a whim. I dropped all my stuff out off at my mom's in Ohio. And I stayed at my friend's house while she was on tour in her bedroom. And then when she got home, her roommate decided to move out. So I was oh, like, sweet, perfect. I'm moving in. Oh, perfect, <laughs> <Wow>. yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so that was like 12 years ago um, wow. when I moved to Nashville. And I've lived there for a little over 11 years and just recently moved to San Antonio last year. Oh, wow. You know, once I moved to Nashville, I, I just started networking and meeting as many people in the industry as I could and just photographing as many musicians that I could. Yeah. You know, mostly like shooting for the local magazines, live shows, and built my business all from word of mouth. Wow. No agents, no managers, still no agent, no manager. <laughs> wow. Because you you photograph some pretty pretty big people, pretty, some like legendary yeah. folks. Like that's that's amazing. Very legendary. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, when I first moved to Nashville, I started dating my now husband. He's mm -hmm. a musician, and he was recording his last record with his band Hacienda at Dan Auerbach's studio at Easy Eye. When Easy Eye, I mean, this was like Easy Eye had just opened, mm. and so I was documenting them. And um, Dan loved my work. He loved working with me, and he just kept hiring me after mm. that. And so That's I great. started shooting every record he recorded there. I would document wow. the recording session. I would hang out like all day, just document the recording session. And then that turned into me photographing the album covers for him too. And, you know, just meeting other people in town and managers, musicians, and yeah. just kind of building from there. And that's how it happened. How has it been since you moved? Do you feel like too far away from the scene? Well, I still go back to Nashville a few times a month <laughs> yeah. and yeah. Yeah. do photo shoots. Yeah. <laughs> you know, there are musicians in Austin too. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I'm still working in Nashville mainly right now. I kind of want to maybe switch gears and focus a little bit more on fine art photography here in San Antonio. Okay. But still do my music portrait photography. I'll never stop doing that, I'm yeah. sure. So, yeah. you know. I love it. And I get to be, I get to have free shows at a photo shoot. I mean, I just photographed Marty Stewart again. I work with him all the time. I just photographed him this week and you know, it's just awesome. You get a free show. Yeah. So I'll take it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like why I said I'm like such a huge fan of your work is because I kind of, I started out in shooting like musicians. It's and then, you know, over the course of, like, I got to pay the bills, I'll shoot weddings. Then I came to L.A. and I was doing, like, on-set photography. But more recently, I've been, like, I think I still, it's the music that I mm. want to do. So you thank you for your inspiration. Yeah. <laughs> um, are you still, do you shoot a lot? Like, walk us through, like, you're shooting film on these kind of projects. Do people, are people open to it? Do they prefer digital when you shoot live? Do you shoot film? Like, 
What's it like? Yeah, it's kind of all across the board. Most people call me, though, because I shoot on film. Yeah, that's great to hear because I do too. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, you know, the live stuff. Yes, I do shoot film live. I always love the film photos more. So, like, yeah, it just depends, though. Like, do they need the photos tonight? Because in right. that case, I'm not shooting on <laughs> <Yeah>. film. <laughs> right, right, right. Or I will, and they don't get them until later. Right. I just, yeah, I, I love film. And with the portrait stuff, usually... I would say 99% of the time I'm shooting film, like, at least half and half. Yeah. Um, it just depends on budgets, you know. Film's not cheap. Right. It's not getting and less cheap. And also, like, how soon they need the photos by. A lot of people are in a hurry. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, yeah, almost all the shoots I still shoot film. Great. Yeah, it is very satisfying. <laughs> and I even when they're like, ah, we don't have a budget, I was like, even just a couple rolls? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Do, do, you, do you find when you do have to convince somebody that, when you're like, here's the film, are they are they like, oh my god, we're so glad we did it, or they or do they not even really get uh, the they're, difference? They're really glad usually, yeah. and those are the photos they usually pick. See? I mean, yeah, good. I told you so, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and it's the happy mistakes, you know. I'm not a perfectionist at all when it comes to like the technical side of photography. Yeah, even though I studied it and I know it, it's just I like the imperfections more than anything else yeah i'm right there with you with that yeah man just hearing you talk about nashville i lived there for the last like eight in almost nine years and then moved back here at the end of 2020 pandemic yada yada um where's here (laughs) oh oh, pennsylvania sorry central pa about you know 40 minutes from Philly-ish area, you know. Cool. Um, but uh, Nashville is just a, it's so different because, well, I don't know. You know, I, I, I don't know what LA is like, but Nashville, like celebrity in Nashville has always been so like, you really get to see that celebrities there are just normal people. You know what I mean? Like they're mm-hmm. your everyday, they go to Trader yeah. Joe's, they get gas in their car, they are just yeah. normal <laughs> people. You know what you I mean? You see them everywhere. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. see them everywhere. And just like getting to work. I did some studio stuff, you know, I just I assisted in music videos and stuff like that while I was down there. And, and just like, cool. you know, hanging out with these people, they're just like genuine, awesome people. And I, yeah. it just just hearing you talk about it, I'm going to cry. No, I'm joking. But it's uh, <laughs> I miss it so much just because there was just so much to do there all the time. Like when. Yeah. And, yeah. and there's so many different, you know, yeah, there's competition and stuff like that. But there's so much work for everyone there you know there's so many different things to do all over the place like if you're hanging out in studios or you're you know going over here to do portraits or doing an occasional wedding you know it's just funny hearing you say all this stuff because i'm just like same i hopped on a bus to go down there on a whim just like see what's up i never went home for (laughs) for eight years you know (laughs) what i mean like so yeah and that was back in the day when Nashville was totally different. Yeah, even and when like, I first got there, like you said, you know, it was completely yeah. different than the last, like, you know, three to five years I was there. It just really started getting, you know, they say, what do they say? Like, it's like 80 people move here a day. There was just Whoa. like craziness. about. Oh, yeah. yeah. It was wild. It's nuts. Yeah. Yeah. I like the change of pace here in San Antonio. For yeah, sure. I bet. Yeah. Texas is another you know, bucket list place I want to go. It's nice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So is there any, um, because I've mentioned that you do photograph some pretty legendary people, do you ever get super intimidated and scared and nervous? Because <laughs> um, I do. <laughs> you know, not really. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. Except one time, so I was photographing a friend's wedding. This mm-hmm. was like, I would say six or seven years ago. He's a musician. They're both musicians. They live in Austin and they're really good friends with Patty Griffin. Oh, and yeah. I'm a huge Patty Griffin fan. Yeah. 
And I totally couldn't even like take her photo at the wedding. I was just like, I could, I would like, that was one instance where I was like, I can't handle this. She's like my hero, you know? (laughs) And I mean, obviously I'm like a huge fan of a lot of the people I photograph, but I just talk to people. I talk to them about music and we have that bond where in it, we can talk for hours and it's just like an old friend, you know? So like I just I photographed Robert Plant and Alison Krauss a few months back and that's great. We just hung out yeah. the whole time and talked about all this me- great music and you know I mean Robert that likes helps. to talk <laughs> but uh, <laughs> it does help. <laughs> but I wasn't nervous, you know. It yeah. was great. just a fun hang. It was just a great hang, and we got some great images out of it. So I like to learn from people and learn about them and learn about more music history and i recently during covid started playing bass cool. so i was just gonna ask are you like i i wanted to know if music kind of faded away for you or do you still participate in like making and creating and singing and whatever you were totally yeah, cool. i mean it, it did fade away a little bit because i was so focused on photography mm, yes. you know and i was just yeah. working my ass mm-hmm. off um but i was in my husband's band we toured around the U.S. and played Letterman. I sang background vocals and played percussion in his band. And I've sang on some other records, um, like background vocals. And uh, yeah, I play bass with my husband. We jam all the time and I have a little guitar. And yeah, I love it. You know, you got to have those creative outlets in your life, like dipping your toe in little, all these different ways. It just helps you in every way. Dude, 100%. With everything. Yeah. Yeah. Thank yeah. I, I mean, I know how tragic everything was with the pandemic and stuff, but it made me fall back in love with music again. And because like I was a musician, you know, teens, 20s, did the touring, did the, you know, crazy lifestyle thing and then stopped and started photography. Yeah. And then you know how that is when you fall in love with something, you just it's all it right, consuming. Right. Like that's all you do. I'm learning everything. I'm buying every camera. I'm trying every this. I'm doing every that. Yeah. Totally forgot about music until one day I was like, yeah. Oh man, I should get a guitar. <laughs> and I got a guitar. And the next thing you know, I'm like writing and recording music again. It's crazy. It's just, yeah. I, That's great. Yeah. When's your album coming out? When's your album coming out? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, we just play covers. Yeah, yeah, we play no, a lot of like Les Paul and Mickey Baker yeah. and Betty Swan. Oh, I love it. And, you know, yeah. But we, you know, we might start playing around town for fun. Yeah. Here. Oh, that's you know. great. I love that. We'll record something sometime. I'm sure. I'll let you <laughs> yeah, know. Yeah. Keep us posted. <laughs> Um, yeah. So, Elise, do you do you have like a, a team when you do these shoots? Like, or are these all creatively you you are the, the helm of, of these things, or do you work with a direct art director or anything like that? It just depends on the client, really. Yeah. I art direct a lot of my shoots, um, but sometimes there's already an art director involved. Mm. Sometimes there's no art director, and I just do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Naturally. Do you prefer having the help, or do you prefer? Um, well, I guess it depends on what we're going for yeah. and if yeah. I'm into it. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Usually people call me because of the style that I do already. So it's usually right. totally awesome to have someone on set that, to, you know, help out with the creative. Right. But yeah, I mean, I definitely have uh, my first assistant, Russell, who has worked with me for like seven or eight years, something crazy. And he's just wow. like my right hand man. He can read my mind. He's the best. Mm. 
So he's on almost every shoot with me. And then I have a preferred studio in Nashville that I shoot out of a lot. Westlight yeah. Studios in Franklin. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Love that place. <laughs> Michael Gomez. Shout out. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, there's certain producers I like working with. And so it just, it, yeah, it just kind of depends on the client and what we can do and all that. Man. I mean, I always come up with like mood boards before photo shoots. Yeah. I listen to the music. I get some right. inspiration okay. from the music yeah, that yeah, we're yeah, going to yeah. be shooting for if it's an album cover. I love putting mood boards together. Me too. I'm I'm like testing the waters on because uh, I've I just started getting back and like I said shooting music and I photographed a friend of mine's band and then um, but how I came upon your work is you I saw a photo that the band Lucius posted. Oh yeah. And yeah, Jess is my cousin-in-law. No She's way. my husband's cousin. Oh, cool. Yeah. So I was I've been wanting to photograph them like forever but it's kind of you know it's like families on me like hey, can I, like you know i didn't want to you know it's like it's like but i i reached out to photograph they they played the greek uh here in los angeles and they opened for randy carlisle oh cool was, yeah they, mm-hmm. yeah so they she passed me out to her manager they got me a photo pass but <laughs> there was no pit oh there's no photo so i had a photograph from from behind the soundboard oh dear like, 10 years like miles away <laughs> yeah. it was, i was like after all that, but I made a mood board of all my like live photography and I was like, oh, I love, this is fun, you know? And like, and just like being able to present the work, you know? So like yeah. having it to present to like, I'm like, I want to, f- you know, going forward to book these shoots, like mood boards are where it's at. Anyway, yeah. long-winded story about that. <laughs> love it. And the fact that I finally was like in, you know, I'm going <sighs> to, this is so far away. Ugh, it was so far away. But. I'm jealous you got to see them live. I haven't seen Lucius live yet. I mean, I was in their studio, you know, documenting them yeah. in the studio. So I experienced the magic. They're so good. It, I mean, it was insane. Their new record yeah. is so, and it's, it's just incredible. So good. Yeah. Yeah. And now I feel left out. I guess I need to listen to that record. I haven't heard the new one. I didn't even know you they put out a new one. Cool. All right. All right. All right. <laughs> and Brandy Carlisle produced it. Oh, dude. I lo- yeah. Like, yeah. love her. And mm. yeah. Yeah. So we, seeing her live too, I was like, yeah. oh my God. <laughs> so good. Insane. And it got me all in the mojo of like, you know, because the music does inspire. Like, just like even going to that show and then my friend's band, they they are just coming up because because TikTok. TikTok got a hold of their music and now they're like selling out venues and wow. and it's it's just like incredible to see like my friend like these kids are singing their songs back to them and I'm like Jeremy oh, this is happening so like this cool. is so good and so it, the music is always like what's where I started with photography I was photo- you know in high school photographing the boys and the bands and that's kind of where I thought it was going to go and yeah. you know it all changed but now I'm like no I think this is it like, I, I think love it this is where I, I yeah so stay tuned yeah <laughs> <laughs> man so you were talking about Focusing on fine art photography. What 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 what's your what what are you looking to do? What what's got oh, you inspired yeah, 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 right yeah. now? Like what are you shooting on that spectrum of things? Still people. Mm. Really just about the form. Yeah. And light, you know. Ruth Bernhardt is a huge inspiration to me. She shot a lot of female nudes. Um mm. and they're just beautiful and inspiring to me. And I just kind of wanna let those creative juices flow that way when I can. Yeah. So I'm trying to make more time for that. But yeah, I have my first solo gallery show in October oh, in Ohio. Hey, yeah. Congrats. Thank you. But it's just going to it's going to be music portraits that I'm going to show. Mm. Okay, I was just going to ask, are you going to shoot a bunch of like fine art stuff yeah, or what? That'll be probably for a San Antonio show. Yeah. Um, cool. You know, I want to give my Ohio peeps like my, you know, my last 11 years of my yeah, career, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, you know, invite 
my college buddies and my professors and you know the whole thing so it's gonna be music portraits love it so we usually we segue into like if there's a gallery show is there going to be a are you thinking about putting out a book sometime in the future you or? know i thought about it and i've had so many people tell me i need to um yeah. marty stewart tells me every time i see him <laughs> <laughs> actually he just put a book out because he has a new museum where he's from and it's all of the country music memorabilia that he's collected over oh, the years over cool. his entire life yeah. and it's wow. i mean it's insane the collection that he has um i got to see it once when he still had it in Nashville. Wow. Unbelievable stuff. Johnny Cash boots and handwritten oh my man God. black letter. You know, it's just like <gasps> insane. So they have this gallery show and they're using a lot of my photography on the walls of him with the superlatives. And um, they used my one of my portraits of him for the book cover that goes with the gallery show. Dude, that's, yeah. Great. There's a that's, lot of photography in that. Yeah. But yeah, I would love to put together maybe like a Nashville portrait series just from my there like, time there. I've definitely thought about it. It's a big undertaking. <laughs> it is. But I would love to eventually. Yeah. Great. Well, you keep us posted. <laughs> <I will. laughs> yeah, that's what I've been digging through the last nine years of photos from I lived in Franklin. So it's funny that you brought up Franklin. Okay. I lived yeah right yeah. in town there. And I'm just, you know, every every night I usually put in like an hour of digging through the archives of all these photos. I mean, I've taken so many photos of just walking, you know, downtown Franklin over and over and over again. And my, my plan was to do, I never was planning on leaving. I just ended up coming home because of the, you know, just how crazy everything got and, and yeah. just it, it took me a yeah. while too. You know, I've been home for almost two years. It'll be two years in October. And like, it took me a while to be able to open those folders again and look at those photos. And, and it was just tough to look at that stuff for a while because it was like, damn, I missed the every day of I can still smell the street walking to work in the morning. You know, it's just like such a yeah. a good feeling. You know, maybe maybe someday I'll go back. But it's it, it just I think it's like expanding so much there. And especially you saying you moved out of the, the area. Maybe it is better that I, that I it, it just started to get so crowded there and and yeah you know just to go to target it would take an hour to go to target and like in the car and yeah it was just kind of wild but yeah it's it's tough you know calling what 10 years worth of 12 years for you worth of stuff to to put together for a oh, book yeah. I, I wish i had somebody to do it for me like here go through this and figure something yeah. out of it because i know there's something know. there there's definitely a story of like change of being there like how the town went from kind of like your small town to a busy tourist area in the last yeah wow. it's it's pretty wild yep it sure is yeah i i have so many photos that no one's ever seen mm. that are you Ooh, know yeah it's just like oh man i forget about yeah, it you know yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it would be nice to be able to use some of those photos of musicians that no one has seen mm. yet I'm sure someday you'll figure something out. Oh, There's yeah. plenty of time. I'll de I definitely will. Do you have like a favorite a favorite shoot that you've done? Hmm. <laughs> um, well, I loved that shoot with Robert Plant and Alison Krauss. I'm not going to yeah. lie. It was, it was just yeah, so much yeah, fun. Yeah. I was like on a high for I days after imagine. that. Yeah, I could I only bet. imagine. I know. Um, <laughs> you know, I loved doing the Joshua Tree shoot with Marty Stewart for his last album cover, Way Out West. Mm -hmm. Just, I mean, Joshua Tree is just like insane. Yeah. Um, and I had been out there before. It's just, it's beautiful and so inspiring. I really loved working with ZZ Top. I got to document them at the Ryman uh, one night. Cool. And uh, 
you know, Billy walks off his tour bus and I'm holding a Rolleiflex and he's like, cool, Kim. Oh, score. <laughs> I love it. So we hit it off immediately. Yes. <laughs> and he ended up hiring me like a few days later for Magnetone as amp company. So I photographed him oh, again wow. for that. And then a few days after that, he called me again and we just walked around town and I took portraits of him. Oh um, my God. Yeah. He's he's really cool guy. R.I.P. Dusty. I know. Yeah, I know. You know, uh, that was pretty awesome. I mean, anytime we dance at a photo shoot, it's a good time. <laughs> and that happens <laughs> almost every photo shoot. <laughs> that's that's really good. So, yeah, I love that. Yeah, mm. playlists are a big part of my photo oh, shoots. Yeah. You know, it's it's a vibe setter. You know, so I like to put playlists together, or you know, if the artist wants to listen to someone, obviously I'm like all for it when i get to yeah. learn new artists at a photo shoot i'm i'm down the best yeah good music goes a long way it does i miss yep. photo shoots i need to get out of this this state i'm, I'm going crazy here <laughs> go back to nashville <laughs> I don't go back to nashville I'm, i, I want to do something new you know i'm one of those like every 10 years it's something new like i, I yeah mm-hmm. that's how yeah. i feel i was in nashville for 11 uh, and i was just like i i don't live anywhere this long yeah. you know same wow. so. i always move yeah yeah is it, where is your husband from? Is, so is your husband from Nashville? He's from Laredo. He's from the border, oh. Texas. Okay. Yep. And he was actually living in San Antonio when we first started dating. He was just coming to Nashville all the time because he's yeah. his band. Got it. So I started coming to San Antonio like 11 years ago and I always loved it. And we actually bought a house here like four years ago and started renting it out to a friend. And then we were uh. just like, why don't we go live in oh. it? Yeah. <laughs> so here we are. <laughs> yeah, awesome. yeah, very cool. And I got a really sweet ride here. It's a 1983 GMC Jimmy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Ooh. Yeah. Pretty terrible on gas and the environment. But, you know, it's just to get around, like, the neighborhood. Uh-huh. <laughs> Man. <laughs> she's some photo shoots on that. I know. I haven't yet. <laughs> yeah, she's pretty. The Jimmy. Yeah, that's uh, Uncle Brennan, if you're listening. I hope you still have your Jimmy. I used to let, we used to always take it to go fishing. <laughs> nice. Yeah. They're cool. They are very you know, cool. I, re- I recently photographed Kid Rock, and he has a really cool 76, I think, GMC Sierra Grande Ooh. truck. It's beautiful. I mean, immaculate with like tooled leather seats and really, really rad. I mean, he's got a lot of cars. Yeah. But that was the one that I was like, yes. And I showed him a photo of my Jimmy. I was like, (laughs) (laughs) GMCs. It's an icebreaker right there. Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) exactly. Yeah, so, he's a trip. It's so funny, like the car, the car war, like I, all the people, I work in a music store and they're all like Dodge Ram, big old Dodge Ram guys. And it's just like, uh-huh. I love classic. My dad, I'm a, my dad always, you know, was a Chevy. He's like a certified Chevy mechanic and, and stuff like that. Oh, so cool. yeah, he, we always grew up with, you know, like either like Pontiacs or we had Camaros. We had, you know, all the muscle nice. cars. He used to fix them up and and I, I love all that stuff. And he had like a 70s old Chevy green and white pickup truck. It was like the prettiest thing ever. And I was so bummed when he sold it. I was like, why didn't you ask me first? And yeah. he's like, I didn't think you oh, liked it. And I was like, it's the, I, I would, you, you, come on. The memories alone. Yeah, exactly. You know, yeah. you know no seatbelts. Yeah. Like <laughs> it was just the yeah, best, the yeah. best old truck. Yeah, I grew up going to car shows with my dad. Oh, cool. So I, have, I love I love classic cars. He has a 67 Cougar. Ooh, um, yeah. Or actually, I think he has a 69 Cougar now. He used to have a 67 Cougar. He said I could have it. Oh. We'll see. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, 
My dad has my grandpa's old Alfa Romeo. Oh, sweet. I love those. Yeah. Good old Italian car yeah. right there. Good old Italian, you know? Yeah. Italian. <laughs> um, and then we also have a, what's the other one? Fiat. We have a 50, 56, no, 56 Chevy. Oh. Oh, really? So it's a station wagon. Oh. Nice. Yeah. Those are too old. We used to go to car shows like when I was a kid all the time cool. and bring those cars. Yeah, I've been thinking about those Fiats. I'm like, man, those are really good on gas. Maybe I need to get one of those. <laughs> <laughs> Or just a Vespa, yeah. you know, scooter. Man, I just saw a Vespa today. I Fridays, we, we have an antique booth. Uh, my stepdad and I, we kind of run a little antique booth and sell cameras and like old stuff like that. And cool. every Friday, we, we get up early and go hit all the antique places and vintage places to, you know, fill the booth and saw the yeah. sickest Vespa just sitting outside of the one place. Mm. And it was like they had it all like candy. It, what is it? Candy apple red, like where it's like all, you know, it's just candy paint and it was beautiful and they had a cool little Ooh. basket built onto the back for their dog they were taking their dog with nice. them on it and stuff it was it was really cool <gasps> i haven't That's seen awesome. a vespa in years the last time i saw one was in the 90s when the guitar player in the band i was in he used to have like a pink one and we nice. would like crash it into stuff so <laughs> it was yeah <laughs> it was just meant to be for hijinks and craziness but yeah it. oh <laughs> man a scooter would be fun now that I'm thinking about mm-hmm. it, yeah. It would. It would. It's so funny how the stories always, we always mention this on the show, just how like, you know, similar guest stories are to our to our lives mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Just hearing, you know, growing up in a musical family, going to car shows, <laughs> like all this stuff is just yeah, like yeah. flashback to the, to the past. Yeah. Midwest yeah, right there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Ohio. You're right. You're right. Yeah. Played in cornfields. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's one thing that you don't see much of in Tennessee. I was a little taken back by no, that. No, you don't. Like, there's just no cornfields. And Mm-mm. that's so weird, you know? There, I was just saying that today on our way home from shopping. I was like, I love these. I was like, look at how tall the corn is already. It's only July. And it's, you know, wow, what a Pennsylvania thing to say. Totally. Look at how tall the corn <laughs> is. <laughs> is. <Woo. laughs> we, we have cor- cornfields in L.A. There's like the one. Well, it's like for, for coming to the pumpkin patch. Uh, mm. Well, I'm sure they use it for feed. I mean, California's like a 24, yeah. you know, uh, or 12 months a year growing place, probably. So I'm sure there's all kinds yeah. of stuff. Yeah. There. Do you ever come out for to LA for shoots? Like, no. Often or no? No. Nope. Hardly mm. ever. I mean, people come to Nashville. Like they'll yeah, either come to me or they're going to be in Nashville at some mm-hmm. point, or they just live in Nashville. All the LA people, I usually just photograph them in Nashville or on location somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. It is. Nice. I don't shoot shoot in New York. Either. Uh, <laughs> New York. I'm scared of New York. I've always wanted to live there, but I'm, <laughs> I'm still, I'm still a little like. It's wild. It is. Oh, I forgot yeah. to mention, I, I used to assist when I was in college. So working at Giuseppe's, I met a lot of people. And I told every every single table I was a photographer. Not I'm studying photography. I'm a photographer. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and it that's it how you gotta do it. It is how yeah. it is how you gotta do it. And I met the CEO of Victoria's Secret. Wow. And because it's based Ooh. in Columbus, like Victoria's Secret and Express and the limited brands, all of that Abercrombie. And she got me in touch with Russell James, who shoots all a lot of their campaigns. Yeah, and I got to assist him like a handful of times while I was still in college, just skipping class and going to New York or LA mm. to assist him. 
on yeah. these like big Victoria's Secret shoots. What's crazy about that is I, I was in photo school and one of our assignments was like to assist a photographer. And I like assisted the guy who did senior portraits in my town. <laughs> uh-huh. Like I, I didn't think outside of anything bigger. And now I'm like, oh my God, I would have picked somebody huge, you know, Yeah, <laughs> just to like get that experience. But, you know, 20 year old me versus almost 40 year old me is very yeah. different. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But yeah, but it's true. Like, you know, you've got to put put yourself out there in in any way, like whether it's telling everybody you're a photographer or like just sending emails and reaching out. Like, it's not going to fall in your lap. You got to like. It's not. It's definitely not going to. You have to put it out there. And obviously without being annoying. Yeah. I definitely sent Russell James a lot of emails. (laughs) I was probably annoyed. Yeah. But, you know, I had the CEO on my side, so he kind of couldn't say no, (laughs) which is pretty awesome. But yeah, I've gotten a lot of gigs by doing that. Just you got to just put yourself out there because it's true. Nobody's going to know that you want to do this or that unless you just tell them and or you just start doing it, you know. Yeah. Sorry. I was going to say, do you still get gigs that way? Do you kind of like reach out like cold call or whatever? Do you say, hey, this is my this is my work. This is what I do. I would love to. I don't really. I mean, I stay so busy. I'm just that's like good. trying to like figure out how to schedule everything that's coming my way. <laughs> yeah. I love that for you. <laughs> I love that for you. Yeah. So, I mean, really, like I'm kind of reaching out with the fine art world like I'm trying yeah, to like yeah yeah figure mm-hmm. that navigate that world and San Antonio is an amazing city for art the museums here are incredible you can really be whoever you want to be in this city mm, it's awesome and you can be whatever kind of artist you want to be and there is support here for you that's so, great yeah so I guess San Antonio is the next stop all right cool there you go <laughs> Timothy there you go yeah yeah that- <laughs> I've always wanted to go to Austin. I've always had this like sweet spot, just the music scene. And, you know, you always hear yeah. amazing mm-hmm. things about Austin and live music in Austin is really incredible. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's there's nowhere else like it. Wow. For sure. Yeah. I mean, even Nashville, it's like in Nashville, there's all of these like music execs at the show that are just standing there with their arms crossed. Yeah. In Austin, mm. everyone's just there to have a good, good time, time and everybody's dancing. Oh, interesting. That's the difference. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. From That's my cool. experience. Yeah. I mean, I've been to a lot of shows. <laughs> yeah. I think a lot, too, with, with success and doing something that you love, I think the stars kind of have to be in line, too. Like it, mm-hmm. 100%. When we, when we, you know, when we get to talk to these amazing photographers and, and, you know, hear their stories, hear your story, it just always sounds like the stars are just kind of in a line and a lot of things. And not to say that it's like a luck thing, you know, it's just a lot of hard work. And I think that little sprinkle of of good fortune and luck which i think happens when you keep uh what's the word i'm looking for like pushing forward of your passions and of your Mm -hmm. wants like if you keep doing the next right thing not to sound like an alcoholics anonymous quote or something like that (laughs) if you keep doing the next right thing like good things are bound to happen you know what i mean so 100 percent. i fully believe that like if you are living in your fullest integrity everything is going to happen that you want to happen in your life i agree i agree yeah Wow. I'm going to cry. No. (laughs) Yeah, because when you're sitting there thinking, like, wish I could have, would have, should have, would have, did this. You still can. Yeah. Yeah. You still can. And I think, yeah, yeah, because, like, you know, when we're getting older, some of us. (laughs) I'm 35. Um, Yeah. 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 So, so it's like, you know, and I mentioned it before, like, my photography career is kind of like, went like this. And I, which is not a bad thing, but keeping on the same trajectory, like, making a decision of, like, what you want it to be and what, what you want to be known for is huge. And it's never too late. Like, you can, I'm ready to scrap it all and start over. You know what I mean? Yeah. 
So I think it's yeah. really, really cool. And that, and that's like invigorating. Yeah, yeah. It is, yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah. And that's the thing with like, even just like photography in general, there's so much stuff to learn and so much stuff to try and like so much inspiration from everything that it just like fuels it all. And I just like, yeah, it's the best. It's the best. Yeah. 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 Agreed. It's the best. I'm usually smiling behind my camera. Dude, all, yeah, yeah. Me too. about it all the yeah. time. <laughs> it's like that, that squinty mm. smile yeah. face. Or you know, crying, like, you know, sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> We'll be right back with a listener question for Elise right after this message from our sponsor. Just wanted to pop in here quick and let you guys know about our Patreon-only Develop and Hang Nights. Now, we've done a bunch of these already. They're a ton of fun. We hang out. We develop some film. We talk shop. We laugh. It's just an all-around great time. We also try to get a former guest to hang out with us as well. Now, if that sounds like something you're interested in, head over to patreon.com slash analog talk. Patreon is the best way to support the show. All right, everybody, this is the part of the show where we take a question from one of our listeners. And this week's question comes from Raphael, friend of the show. And he asks, I admire your studio work. What draws you in about the studio space for your portrait work? I would say just having the control of the light is the biggest Mm. part of loving the studio and being in a setting that is foreign to the artist also is an interesting thing. Even if we're like renting a house out, let's say, I still treat it like a studio. And sometimes I use natural light. Sometimes I mix the two, natural and strobe. Sometimes Mm -hmm. I just use continuous light. It just depends on what we're going for, who the person is, how they respond to the light. And um, I, yeah, I really like just having the control, the biggest thing. Yeah. And And the space, you know. Having the option for different backdrops, different colors, Mm -hmm. adjusting the light for depending on the wardrobe, you know, the wardrobe is a huge inspiration for me. I love fashion. You know, I kind of started in the fashion world Mm. when I graduated college. So I let the fashion inspire my lighting, basically, depending on the colors, the tones, it really affects the way that I'm going to photograph someone in the studio. Do you get to know the like that what the vibe of the clothes is going to be before or is it kind of on the spot i usually do i try to if i can i definitely do i like to see the wardrobe at least a few days before the shoot if possible and then i kind of come up with my shot list based on the wardrobe which look is going to be where and how we're going to light it cool i wish i would have shot more in studios i think i've only ever done like three and only oh, yeah? one of the studio, because I'm more of like a documentarian guy. I like running around with the old, yeah. you know, rangefinder kind of, you know, try to be that guy. But the times I have done the <laughs> studio stuff, it's just been so, there's been so much to learn. And it's like, I loved it. Because especially when the last time I did it, I had somebody assisting too. So it was like, hey, can you move that light over here? Where I didn't have to worry about everything. You know, when you have mm-hmm. to worry about yeah. everything, it, it's still, you can still get good images. But when you're kind of just pulling the trigger and you're telling the person what to do it's it's a uh, man and just to play with light oh uh, now man i i'm gonna have to go and go do some photos yeah there. i need i need to get out yeah. of here and start shooting <laughs> yeah you know i i definitely i like having my assistance for sure when it's a bigger shoot there's multiple people that i'm yeah. photographing so there's yeah. more lighting involved but most likely but also i love the intimate sessions sometimes it's just me and the artist yeah. and like i CeeLo's cover that I shot, mm-hmm. we did that in a closet and it was just Damn. me and him. 
That's amazing. <laughs> so, you know, there's a whole wide spectrum of what the possibilities are in the studio. So don't be afraid of it. Yeah. yeah. Just take charge of it. And you can just use one light if you want to. Yeah, yeah, There's so yeah, much yeah. you can do with just one light and moving right. the subject away from the background or, you know, right. closer to the window or just using the window light, you know. Right. Um, you can create a lot of beautiful imagery that way. It's funny. I used to do a lot of studio work, but it was always, it's just with, I haven't done it with film yet. It's oh. all digital. So, like, that's another thing I'm, like, ready to get my feet wet doing that. You should definitely that's, do yeah. that. Yeah, you've been talking yeah. about that Game for a while. For get, sure. get in there and do that. Come on. I know. Come on. You got to do it. I mean, that I was how I learned how to light in the yeah. studio, which is just crazy. On film? On film, on four by five. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, cause, yeah, when I went to photo school, it was, it was um, right when film was like the last era of film before digital took over. So yep. I learned all on film too. Great. But then I was doing it for years with di digital. Now I'm like, oh, I had to remember how to like do it with film again, or I guess it's not same. let it be, not be, yeah, let's like get out of my head about like, oh my God, it's film. I'm going to mess it all up. It's like, no, I'm not. <laughs> just, yeah. You know, Pop your light meter and it'll tell you what to like, do. Just <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, just, just be aware and you'll yeah. be good. <laughs> yeah. And love it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm stoked. Yeah, great question, Raphael. Great answer. And we have another question, a two-part question for you. If you had to shoot one camera for the rest of your life, your Desert Island camera, what would it be and why? Hasselblad 500CM. Yeah. <laughs> I shoot almost everything on it. Yeah. Um, I love the square format. Yep. And I have a 50 and an 80 that I use. And it's like all I need if I, if that, if I was on a desert island. Yeah. I would yeah. be totally fine with that. Yeah. I love mine. As long as I can get enough film. There's a lab there. Normally yeah, I have the shirt on, but I yeah. don't this week. So there's a little tiki <laughs> hut that uh, develops and has all the film oh, you want on the island. That's beautiful. A deserted. Yeah, love yeah. it. <laughs> <laughs> this yeah. deserted island. The deserted fantasy uh, yep, photo yep. island that we've made up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, great good answer. Good answer. Uh, great camera. Second part of the this question, is there anything that you're lusting at after? Any white whale cameras, something you've either always wanted to try or you've tried once and let go and you want it back? I'm kind of looking at like a Mamiya 7, mm. I think is what. Oh, yeah. And yeah. I kind of want one of those. And also an RZ67. I shoot a Mamiya Pro 645. Yeah. But I kind of want to try out the RZ. Mm. I've never had one. But my first medium format that I ever bought was a Mamiya 645, like a really old version. Um, yeah. doesn't work anymore. Um, it didn't even have an interchangeable back on it. Oh, yeah, um, yeah. That's oh, what no. I shot the Italian family with, Oh, actually. that's crazy. Oh, wow. Yeah. I kept the camera. I still yeah. have it. Yeah, yeah. yeah if you like ever a... need a good boat anchor or anything like that, you still have exactly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Seriously, the, the RZ yeah. system is is amazing. I've I, I I've only had the RB, which is basically the same thing. It's just kind of the mechanical version yeah. of it. But having that right. format in a back that you can turn is just so yeah. sweet. I mean, yes, awesome. it is. You know, a f what six pound camera, I believe. Again, uh, a giant, a giant yeah. big baby that you got to carry around, but well worth it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I just uh, came upon an yeah, RB. Yeah, you did. And I thought this camera was going to be too big for me. I'm too small. I can't do it. It feels right. really good. Like the way, mm -hmm. just nice. Just the whole thing about it. Um, and then those negatives. Whew. Yeah. I know. I have a Pentax <laughs> 6 7 and I love the camera. It's just so heavy. So I like hardly ever use yeah. it. And I need to right. force myself to use it more because it's beautiful. You know, the images yeah. are just 
beautiful. So maybe I'll get that out now. <laughs> yes, <laughs> <All right>. do it. <laughs> Both great answers to the yeah. the camera question. So anything else, Chris? I don't know. At least it's like I'm like I'm like vibrating yeah, with inspiration. This has been wonderful. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Where can everybody check out you, your work, website, Instagram? Anything you want to plug? Yeah, I mean, my Instagram is at Elise Gafkin. I post probably more of my new work there than even on my website these days. I mm -hmm. feel like no one goes to websites anymore, but I try to keep yeah. it updated. Um, yeah, yeah. You know, my website's EliseGafkin.com. Pretty simple, straightforward, if you can spell it. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll definitely have it linked in the show notes for you guys. Yeah, we'll link cool. you. Uh, Timothy, where are you? Guys, you can head over to Instagram and Twitter. It's at Timothy Makeups. I also have some older photography-related YouTube videos. Easiest way to search those, just go to Timothy Makeups on the search bar. No, just type in Timothy Makeups in the search bar, and <laughs> you'll find a bunch of my stuff there. Chris, where are you? So I am Chris B. Photo on Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube. We are Analog Talk Pod on Twitter and Analog Talk Podcast on Instagram. Mm -hmm. And that's it. Yay. Elise, thank you, thank you, thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. Thank you, guys. Yeah, yeah you guys definitely. are awesome. Thank you. <laughs> All right, guys, we'll see you in the next one. Bye. Bye. All right. First off, Chris and I want to thank Elise for coming on the show. Man, what an awesome career you have. We're just super stoked. Chris is just smiling from ear to ear during this episode. Just an all around great, great conversation. Elise, thanks so much for hanging out with us. We love what you're doing and we can't wait to see your fine artwork and hopefully you get a book out there and all that stuff. So again, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Guys, that's going to take us to Patreon. Head over to patreon.com slash analog talk. For only a buck, you can get the show two days early. We also have our Patreon-only exclusive development hang nights. Chris and I are also going to be doing kind of a weekly wrap-up show, just the two of us, 30 minutes, just for the Patreons. And yeah, like I said before, Patreon is the best way to support the show. So thanks to all the Patreons who already helped support the show. Guys, we do not know what we would do without you. So until next week, we will have an all new episode. And thanks for listening. And we'll see you soon. Later, guys. <laughs>